Angela? Yes. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's going good. I can barely, barely hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that a little bit better? Yes, that's a lot better. Okay, <laughs> my fault. Um, so, um, everybody, this is Angela. Angela Marshall, author of Reality to Rags to Riches, The Story and Life of an Ex-NFL Wife. Um, calling from Atlanta, Georgia. How's, how's the weather in Atlanta, first of all? Well, actually, I had a little vehicle incident, so I am actually in at my home, which is in Augusta, Georgia. Oh. But I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's the same, though. It is um, very, uh, it's, it's storming here right now. Stormy. Lots of, lots of wind and rain, So, but we'll take it to watch <laughs> all of that Georgia pollen. And then since, uh, you know, heat, heat index was like 2 million last week. <laughs> We will definitely take it. But yeah, actually, I'm in Augusta right now, but I will be back in Atlanta next week. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> How far is that from Atlanta? Oh, it's only two hours. Either way, if I have promotions to do in Atlanta or um, in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Two hours east. Yeah, two hours east or west. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into, you know, before we pry all in your business. Uh, tell us a little bit. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, right? It's, uh, it's funny that you say that because when I decided, well, a couple of months before I decided to actually publish this book, you know, my publisher told me the same thing. She was like, Angela, are you ready? Are you sure you're ready? Because you are opening up a tremendous, huge, not only can of worms, but it's going to be like negativity. It's going to be craziness. And are you ready for it? And the answer was then, as it is now, yes. Because, you know, uh, my story, my life, my truth is actually just helping so many people here and there to and fro. Right. I mean, like, why Why would I not, you know, want um, a positive impact to come from it? And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes you, you got to be the sacrifice, so I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for that. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, Angela Marshall, I grew up. I am an Augusta, Georgia native, home of the Masters. I um, am a mother of two amazing adult children. I also have um, grandchildren. My claim to fame, somewhat. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a bright star in my own right. But <laughs> most, most people know me because of the story in life of an ex-NFL wife where I met my, my high school sweetheart, boyfriend here in Augusta, Georgia. Um, and then he went on to play at um, the University of Georgia. And then he played for the Denver Broncos and nice. the New York Giants. Nice. So, you know, just... I guess being in that thrust into that lifestyle very early, very young, very, you know, immaturely, mm-hmm. we just, you know, we hit a lot of bumps in the road and it was just, it was just kind of crazy all, all, you know, from here to there. I can imagine. But I'm also a creative writing consultant. I do own my own business, which is, in other words, by Stone. Awesome. And I do uh, resumes, I write bios, I do essays, I do slogans, I do speeches. Nice. Uh, you know, anything that deals with words, I'm your girl. <laughs> awesome. So how did you yeah. kind of arrive at this point of wanting to tell your story? And how did you go about doing that? Um, did you self-publish? Did you work with the publisher? So I actually decided to pin the book after many years of not only being asked about my lifestyle um, or about that life, I guess, but because so many people had this misconception and misperception of 
what my life what my life was like you know because of course you see right. the glitz and the glamour you see different things on television in magazines you know i think i made a post um earlier in the week that said you know you have to be careful about the truth and how it's told because you know when you're on the outside uh you know supposedly looking in sometimes you know what you think it is is, is not it and, right. and all that glitter isn't necessarily gold right and i'm not saying that that yeah i'm not saying the nfl lifestyle wasn't now don't get me wrong <laughs> are, you know, they're, they're, it's crazy because they're sending me all of these crazy like emails and messages and stuff and they're like oh you know you enjoy um this particular perk from being an NFL wife and all that, and which I did, right. you know, it's just that there were so many other downsides to it. And I just wanted people to know that, you know, just because you have money, which this, I, my message is not new. Right. It's, it, you know, it's been told before me, it's going to be told after me. But just because you have money and you have materialistic things, you know, it does not equal happiness. Right. You know, I mean, I don't care, you know, walking into a one million dollar home and you've got the, the finest of the finest of wood and all these paintings <laughs> here and there but none of that stuff loved me you know like i oh, needed to yeah. be loved or like i needed to be respected um or just to feel valued like it was crazy because people walk into your home right and <laughs> or, or they're in your presence and they're giving all your labels and your designers and this and that. They're giving all those things value, but then they're not valuing me at all. Right. <laughs> I think me and my wife are actually just talking about that. People coming into your house and loving your things, but not giving you love at the right. same time. It's not crazy. giving you, I mean, not, they, it's like you're like non-existent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> too much. I'm an attorney. So and, I, so. Oh, sorry to cut you oh, off. Sorry. I was just saying that I'm an attorney and we went to one of the partner's homes for a diversity event. She has this lovely home in the Hollywood Hills and some of the uh, of my associates were kind of asking about you know the theme of the food that she had prepared for us and I'm like what she's inviting us into her space and you're talking about the food that she's offering it kind of took me aback right right you know as opposed to like finding out more about her right you know, how she's doing how she's feeling what's right. going on what's going on with the children what's going on with you know just mentally right. but yeah so that's why i decided to pin the book um that and then i said you know what you i might have a good thing going if i market it and advertise it right and i can make some money there you go. <laughs> so, so you know it was like twofold for me but honestly the very first thing that i thought about was just being able to help people and just give people um a glimpse or a different glimpse of what um you know what my message is as far as just my story my truth my life and helping people understand that you know how you can convert downs and life twins because i had many many downs during my time um in an in the nfl and then after the nfl and i just wanted to be able to tell my story to help other people be able to turn stumbling blocks into stepping stones so that was the whole premise for writing the book that's amazing and we are very glad to have you on the show to kind of talk to our listeners about that. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people have felt that you're kind of exploiting your husband's professional career for your own personal gain. And how do you respond to those critics? What, what is your message to them? Well, you know, you can't respond how you really want to respond, <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, in a very, very nice um, and calm manner, and what would Jesus do manner, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, 
I just say, you know, you will have to just really walk in my shoes to understand my walk. Because one thing that I, I believe in is that, you know, a lot of people, they don't necessarily care about walking in your shoes. They just want to talk about your walk. Hmm. And I have, um, you know, I've been through quite a bit. And yes, I do have a lot of critics, a lot of naysayers that have sent me very, very ugly messages about exploiting <laughs> my um you know my little 15 minutes i guess if you would have thing for the opportunity for me to tell my story and you know they're like well if it wasn't for him there wouldn't be a you and i'm like ah oh, time out right. if it wasn't for him yeah if it wasn't for him there would not be a story in life of an ex uh former nfl wife possibly but there would always be a story right. of angela marshall definitely you know let's get let's get that Go straight through, you know? sis. And that's what, oh yeah oh hey look here oh you know, you learn, you learn how to um, allow people to express themselves and, you know, understand that they have their perspective and it's their prerogative to believe what, whatever it is that they want to believe. Um, but that, that does not make it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, gotcha. you know, I try, yeah, I try, try to be very, very cordial and I try to, you know, maybe uh, say a couple of things that would spark some sort of compassion um, within them or some sense, so to speak, common sense, so to speak. But, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes that, that doesn't work because people, I found in this walk of mine that people believe what they want to believe. I mean, like, I could open exactly. a book and I could show them that it's blue, that it's yellow, that it's white, yeah. and because they want to see red or purple or brown, you know, they're going to believe what, what they want to believe anyway. Yep. Yes. Right. Yeah, but yeah, but they, I mean, I, you know, it, it, I guess it goes with the territory because in high school, I did not realize that Arthur would attain, you know, this, that level of success. And so, you know, people talked about me in high school with him. And then, of course, when he got on, went on to college, they talked about me. Then the NFL, I was a gold digger and I was this and that. <laughs> but, you know, but I, but I will say this, you know, there's this term that, um, some of the wives, uh, the girlfriends and wives use, especially those of us that have been with them for a really, really long time before they even make it pro. You know, we like to, to share with people and tell them that we're not latch on. I didn't latch on to him after he attained his success. His success. Right. You know, like I was with this man when he drove a 1978 hoopty <laughs> and, and it leaked rain on me. You know, when we were out on dates and stuff, it leaked rain on me, okay? <laughs> So every, you know, whatever I drove and whatever I, you know, wherever we lived, I, I feel like, you know, I paid my dues to society. I paid my dues to society. So get off me, you know, get back up on me. I hear that, Angela. Hey, how you doing? This is Reese. Um, I just, I just hey, had a question. Um, yes. I had a question. What was one of the biggest challenges? I mean, you just spoke of uh, challenges and struggles, uh, and you, and you know, coming up through the ranks with them. Um, but what was what personally? What was one of the biggest struggles you had to deal with with being the wife of an NFL player? Okay, so besides, let's see, the normal uh, aggressive groupies. Okay, um, <laughs> that's, that's what we're getting there, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, did, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You did say personal, not, you know, between. I mean, hey, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever your personal struggle was, I didn't walk in your shoes, man. <laughs> I know, right? So um, I guess that would have been just not feeling like I fit. You know, mm. like you're up against these girls or these women, you know, 
and, and this perceived beauty, perceived standard of beauty. And I just, you know, even though I will say that to some, because of my looks, um, you know, they, they feel like, well, why didn't you fit in? I mean, you were the norm. You were the light skin, the long hair, the blah, 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 and this and that. But I get but, what you're saying. You know, yeah, but it just wasn't how I how I was raised. Like I was raised by to be uh, modest when I say a down home, a South grandmother. Like I was raised by that <laughs> I guess woman. You, I guess you were you weren't out there showing your stuff off. So if you see women out there no. showing their stuff off, like like I mean, you 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 think like a man being a man. I, I'm I'm just interpreting what you're saying there. Is like you know you okay. you kind of had not insecurities but just like you said like these these girls are out here doing stuff that i'm not willing to do i, I don't want to look like that i'm not comfortable doing it like not to put words in your mouth but like it, was it something like on that on on that on those terms yeah i mean it was more or less like you know when you have people that are trying to tell you get a boob job or do this or do that so that you can fit better or right. look better um you know things of that like that Okay, you lend you lend attention to things that you weren't paying attention to before. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. Well, and then let me just throw this disclaimer out there, please. Nobody send me an email. If you got a boo job, more power to you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right? I like boobs too. I'm with you. That's not, and that wasn't my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I, I feel I totally like I needed. Yeah, I, I, totally I just feel like I needed to do that to help me to feel good about myself. I mean, I, I just didn't. I mean, and then there were other things. Like, I just never felt like I I fit into that mold. I, you know, from having children early, um, you know, only having high school education and, you know, walk, walking alongside this man who actually he was able to fulfill all of his dreams. And I'm just now turning, four, well, I'll be 48 here shortly, and I'm just now fulfilling my dreams. But he had an opportunity to fulfill all of his. So I felt inadequate. I felt mm, insecure. Okay. I felt, okay. Um, okay. you know, I mean, question. just every, yeah, I, I just, I just felt some type of weight. Put it that way. Okay. But, it but was I more just of a think personal it's thing. important to identify that he was able to fulfill those dreams because you were there and you were able to take care of the home and the children. So he was able to be who he was because you were who you were in the relationship. Correct. Yes, ma'am. I, I didn't want to say that because you know, when I do this, look, one of, one of his family members, you know, maybe calling and have, no. you know, man, you could have made it without you and blah, no, blah, no, blah. No, no, yes, no, I firmly believe you're a product of your environment, and it sounds like you know you were a part of his environment for a very long time. So it, you had positive effects on on him, and I'm pretty sure he had some on you. You know, you, I'm pretty sure it went both yeah. ways. So it's it's kind of hard. You know, it, everybody on the outside gonna pick a side, but you you know you two are in a relationship, and everybody who's been in a relationship knows kind of you know yeah. and you you leave a person a piece of yourself with that person whether you want to or not. So I I, yeah, I, I, I totally I totally feel you when you when you say like you know you you were a part of it. So, I mean, like, yes. did, did you, when you say you didn't fit in, was that something that you wanted to do or just something that you realized that you didn't, that you did, you didn't fit in and you weren't going to fit in? Were you okay with that? Or was it something that, that kind of ate at you a little bit? I was heading there. I was concerned. I was intimidated. I was afraid. Once I got there, I attempted, not from the standpoint of, looks. you know, trying to, with us, yeah, with looks, I didn't do that. But, you know, like, their children went to this school, and they wore this. Socially, they, you wanted you know, to fit in. Yeah, so, you know, we, we tried. We tried that route. It just, it just didn't work. It just wasn't who I was and, and, you know, what I wanted for me and my family. That's so, a testament to your yeah. strength, though. It, it takes a lot to be in a group of people 
who, who you know what I'm saying, to still and not conform to, to their their way of living, you know, and be okay with being who you are. That's that says a lot to yourself. I, I commend you for that. Thank you. Look at me being commended. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that um, I wanted to touch on, because a lot of what you're saying sounds similar to what Aisha Curry says in the media, but the way you say it is different. And so I know that Aisha Curry has faced a lot of backlash, but I think that you and her have a lot of um, common ideals and things. So what have been your thoughts on kind of Mrs. Curry and how she's been perceived by the public? So I will say this, and I just I did a couple of interviews and have spoken um, up and out and with her mm-hmm. because awesome. when she's saying that she you know wants attention or you know when we're saying that we want attention, it's because of our individuality. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of wives, a lot of girlfriends, a lot of you know um, family members of these celebrities that are doing phenomenal things they're phds they're you know they have bachelors they're educators they're this they're that. i mean like they are phenomenal in their own right but for whatever reason um you know it's being overshadowed by that particular celebrity right so as opposed to her being steph curry's wife she has a name you know and i identify so much with her like i can't wait i'm going to be doing the essence festival and an empowerment um session oh, here, thank uh, you for saying here that short. i might be able to go to essence fest since you just said yeah, that yeah, <laughs> she ain't going my segment my segment <laughs> is going to be from invisible woman to invincible woman awesome. because okay. again you know like a lot of people for so long i didn't think they knew my name <laughs> because mm-hmm. i was so-and-so's wife and then uh, then I became I so-and-so's it. ex-wife uh, for so long and I mean it is it, it it does something to your spirit it does something to just your whole demeanor and it's not like we're jealous of our husbands and it's not like you right. know well I want to walk out and I want guys to paw all over me I mean you know they're gonna do that anyway because I'm fabulous <laughs> um, <laughs> but I understood immediately what she said and what she meant because we we have a tendency to just fade to black and they have this huge spotlight on them and it's like we're non-existent and from what i know and have researched about aisha she is phenomenal as are the other wives and girlfriends and like i said spouses and and um uh other family members the children you know we all kind of get thrown off to the side so to speak just you know for that celebrity and i understand he or she is the one that's in the spotlight and that the public is idolizing and revering and you know edifying and all of that at at that particular time but by the same token it's like at least be respectful to me and call me by my name yes you know it's just something when you're when you're being called so-and-so's wife so-and-so's husband such and such you know for so long it it really does something to you so no i identified i messed with her i felt sorry um, you know, like I, I sympathize with her and, and her words, and I knew immediately what, you know, what she meant. So right. hey, kudos I, to her for saying it. It's the same battle that I've been fighting right. for two years now that my book has been out, and I've been saying the exact same thing. It's like, hi, it's like being in a, a, a group. Hi, my name is Angela. Hi, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> you know, y'all call me Angela, and I call me the wife of, right. you know, so-and-so, or the ex-wife of such and such. So, yeah, I get it. Quick question. Um, I mean, uh, being an author as you are, would you have worded it differently than she did? 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'll kind of put you so, on the spot. <laughs> okay, so I think that when you say I want attention, because I've never said that I wanted attention. All I said was that it was very difficult for me to know when people were actually talking to me to find out about me or were they talking to me to find out about him. Um, and, you know, it was a lot of that. It was a lot of people wanting to get, because they couldn't get directly to him, they try to go through the wife or the children or the teeth or whomever mm -hmm. they can just to get to um, to that celebrity. So with that being said, I, me, I probably would not have said that I wanted, um, you know, hey, I want attention too. I would have just said, listen, I have a name. Right. You know, <laughs> Steph is, he, yep, he's the greatest player, you know, Golden State. Well, no, let me not say that. Cause <laughs> We like his own school. He is a phenomenal. I know he's a phenomenal player, but um, you know, hey, I'm I'm Aisha Curry. I'm Angela Marshall. I'm you know such and such and so on. Right. So I probably would have worded it a little different, especially now that I have this coach, this coach that is helping me to watch what I say and how I say awesome. in public. Um, because yeah, you know, it, it just words can be twisted, yeah. mis you know, misconstrued, and just taken all out of context and it's like we don't have an opportunity to really um you know to really correct or to say what what we want to say you know we have to walk walk around like on eggshells and stuff so right. no I, I would not have used her words per se but um i understood what she meant right yeah i'll, I'll reach one more time i fully agree with you here angela she just um not that she not that she was wrong for using those words because it's her place to speak how she wants to um, I just like I, she has all the things that you said that you have. She has a speech coach. She has a lot of things. So it's just like she she didn't have to say it. It could have been a, done in a different form. Um, but yep. like your take on it, I well, think, I it think was, sometimes I think I, you get tired too. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, you just I, get tired. No. Yeah, you get tired of playing the game of being PC and stuff like that. I just I, I just do. think you you did a better job of explaining um, what she was trying to get. It. You, you did a better job of translating that to to, to men's ears because I think women still behind her from 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 Jump Street. Just men had a, had a hard time comprehending what she was saying. Uh, go ahead, Rachel. Right. Yeah, so um, another question we had was, I know that um, you and your ex-husband divorced while your children were still fairly young, I think 9 and 11. And so I was wondering, did they play sports? And if so, how did you and your ex-husband kind of manage that with a split household? Okay, so yes, um, our children, and let me just say this, kudos to my grandchildren, too. Because my <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> they play sports, too. I just can't, oh my God, I can't get away from it. But, <laughs> but you know, I wrote, uh, there's like a little excerpt in my book where I talk about I've sat in the bleachers and the stands for like a better half of my life. I'm still sitting in the bleachers. <laughs> that's, that's a great place to sit, sit yes. man, as a sports fan. Yes, player. yes. But um, yeah, so our children did. They they played. Um, our daughter was actually a very 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 good um, basketball player. Awesome. Fortunately and unfortunately for our daughter, she could have Auburn could have been D one. You know, she was like, oh Jesus, she was my true mini me. She let distractions, <laughs> you know, she let distractions and all that other kind of stuff. But um, they both played sports really well. And you know, whatever my ex, whatever direction he wanted to go in with them. I didn't stand in that way because my ex is actually very, very good sports-wise. Okay. He is, um, you know, phenomenal from an eye, from just being able to train and to, awesome. uh, you know, get you to that next level. So, yeah, I I didn't, um, I let him do his thing when it came to that. Okay. Now, what I didn't agree with was sometimes, you know, our children, 
um, you know, they didn't have those grades and they didn't do what, what they needed to do. And so, you know, me being mom, I was like, um, you're not playing tonight. And of course, my sister was like, yeah, she's playing. She's playing. She you playing. Know, she's playing. <laughs> and she better you know, ball. He's, he's, right. He's playing and she's playing. And I was like, no, 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 they're not. But at any rate, he always won those battles. So kudos to him. <laughs> but, but yes, I, you know, anything dealing with sports, because I knew that he was a subject matter expert. And then not only that, he, he you know, I knew he, he loved our children to no end. And he didn't want to do anything that would, um, you know, would cause harm or, or hurt them in any way. It's just that he's just a 100% athlete. He didn't care if you, you know, no, I'm not going to say that because somebody's going to call me on it and take the wrong way. Definitely call us, man. <laughs> but, but, I know, right? They don't want no smoke with us. You know, but where I wanted, you know, them to really excel um, academically and to understand that route, because, of course, when you don't do it for yourself, you want better for your children. Yes. And so, you know, I wanted them to just really get that portion, get that part of it. And sometimes he was just like, no, they're going to play. It'll be all right. He can, you know, she can bring them grade, those grades up or she can, he can do such and such. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> they need to get, they need to learn the lesson. They need to sit <laughs> on, on the bench and not play. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was a little rough, but we, we got, you know, we got through it. And so now our grand, like I said, our grands are playing everything under the sun from, I'm like, soccer, who, yeah, who plays? That is, hey, that, I, I try to tell them soccer. Me. Way up. I try to That's on me. I've been like, bro, I'm not eating. My kid ain't playing no soccer. I'm you ain't gonna have no choice. What? When do we start playing oh soccer? Oh my gosh. Well, well, they play. My grandchildren play everything. So we're like year round. When I'm not speaking, I don't have um, you know events and engagements. I'm trying to catch games and and different things, or uh, you know, or my children are FaceTiming, or they're sending me clips and videos and whatnot. So it's just an athletic family, you know. That's amazing. Okay, well, we're not going to hold you too much longer. Just wanted to give you opportunity to, if you have anything else you would like to say to our listeners, any advice you would give, you know, a, a person that's for entering the the NFL, NBA, anything, kind of those rookie uh, players or their spouses or girlfriends, if you had any type of advice you would like to give? Definitely, you know, for the athlete, I don't really, you know, I, <laughs> so, look, I don't have any, I don't have any um, advice for them. Keep it in your pants. Right, right. They're awesome, <laughs> you know, they, they got it. However, I would say to the athlete, whomever, male or female, you know, try to understand your spouses or your girlfriend or the significant other in your life. Try to understand their their position. And be a little more, you know, be a little more accommodating and, and compassionate when it comes to, you know, sometimes you may be throwing the mental tantrums and you're like, what is wrong with you? All I did was just step out the, step out the door and then I come back and you're acting like a, you know, a, a alley cat or something. Well, we got a lot on our heart and mind, you know? <laughs> we have to bring you back for relationship <laughs> advice with Andrew. Right. <laughs> right. So for that athlete, I would, to that athlete, I would say, you know, just understand, just try to understand whomever you know, the non-celebrity is, understand our point of view. To the wife, the girlfriend, the boyfriend, the family members, I would say continue to be yourself, be who you are. And if you want to start a business, if you want to go back to school, you know, whatever, do it. You know, don't just sit back and wait on that particular person. Oh, well, when he finishes or when she finishes her career or she, he or she 
have you know living their dreams out loud while we're you know kind of in the in the background um don't get you know, caught just, watching again just watching them yeah yeah you know there's no fulfillment in that if i if i had to go back and do anything it definitely would have been while i was alongside him i would have still been you know trying to charter my own course as well and i'm and let me just say this it's not that he would not have been um you know supportive because he would have been and the NFL was the NFL, and, I, and I'm pretty sure that programs, you know, that they extend to the the girlfriends and wives and spouses, it is probably a lot more than what it was in, you know, late 1990s when we, or mid to late 1990s when we were there. But um, you know, they 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 offered courses and they offered different um, things for us to be able to fill a part. It's just to to be a part of it. I just, for whatever reason, I just didn't take advantage of it. So okay. to any person that is, you know, their their spouse or their boyfriend, they're, you know, entering into the league, the professional league, sports league, or wh whatever, just a celebrity, um, you know, celebrity, where I would say, whatever it is that you want to do, go for it. Dream big and then execute bigger, you know. Um, I wouldn't just sit by and just watch them, you know, li again, just living their life and, and me not, not live out, you know, not live mine anymore. That was the worst thing that, that I could have done, so... You know, success is definitely a dish that is served only to the bowl. So you better go out there and get it. Awesome. <laughs> so could you let everyone know where they can get in touch with you, how they can buy your book, uh, your social media handles? Absolutely. So on social media, I am um, the story in life of an ex-NFL wife or, uh, in other words, by Stone, which is also my website, in other words, by Stone, or... You know, if you want to just do it, keep it simple, you can just Google Angela Marshall, um, Augusta, Georgia, or if you Google the story life of an ex-NFL wife, it will give you all the links to me, to my books, and I would definitely welcome uh, welcome the support. Anybody that wants me to come speak, hey, I travel, not for free though, but I travel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, you so much. Me, and we're going to make sure to include all that information in our episode uh, information this week. Thank you so much for... Uh, you know, joining us today in the garage and giving us your perspective. It's very dope. Um, I've started to read the book and I love what I'm reading so far. Um, it's just very fulfilling. So thank you. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. Continue success to you. And I hope to be able to, you know, when y'all go back live or y'all do whatever, hey, invite your girl. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You, you got to come back. <laughs> it's been great talking to you. Thank you. Same here. All right, Angela. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.